Welcome to another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. I hope that your week is off to a wonderful start and despite any challenges you may be facing right now, that you are in good spirits. Also, a very warm welcome and a very pleasant evening to our regular listeners and a special good evening to anyone who's just not feeling their best at this moment. So whether you know you have aches and pains or you are suffering from a serious illness at this point, we want to say a special good evening to you and we pray that you will feel better in the coming days, the coming weeks, the coming months. So again, welcome to the program. And you know, I have to sincerely thank everyone who listened last week. And I know that we have a very impactful audience who listens to this program diligently because as soon as the program was over, I received two messages for the nutritionists that I asked for during the last program. So thank you, Mr. Sam George, as well as Miss. Irma Marie uh, Ruxler, who sent me information for two nutritionists that would be wonderful to add to the program. But for now, we're going to hold off just a little bit longer on having them come by to speak with us because I want us to continue our celebration of the carnival season in Dominica. So maybe towards the end of middle of February, we will have our nutritionists join us. But for today, we are celebrating Carnival, and we're going to be joined by Miss Tarina Simon. So if you're from Dominica, her name will certainly ring a bell to you. And if you're not from Dominica, she's a wonderful young lady who made quite an impact on the Calypso and the culture of Dominica back in the early 2000s. And we have not heard or seen her in quite a while. So I had an opportunity to catch up with her. This is actually her first interview in over 13 years. So it was an honor to have have her stop by. We actually did a Facebook Live, which I will share with you as she shared a message of inspiration, a message of hope, and her own personal journey of turning her life towards accepting God as her 
as her Lord and her Savior. So we're looking forward to speaking with Tarina today. And then once we've had a chance to speak with her, we will talk about how we as members of this community are all bringing our skills and talents forward to help to impact our community. So again, we have a great program lined up for you today. And we are hoping that you will be able to stay with us until the end as we talk about what is coming up next week for the program. So as we get started, of course, we want to continue enjoying the wonderful Calypso music out of Dominica. You know, despite the challenges, the Calypso Association is doing their best to be able to bring us Calypso music. And we thank them and the Calypsonians for the efforts that they are making. So as we get ready to start the program, let's enjoy this one from the trendsetter called Arms. So again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Peregrine Care Management, for sponsoring this program. And we would like to thank our regular listeners who always tune in to the program. And of course, when the music comes on, you know it is time to invite everyone to come on over to join us for Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio. So go ahead and send that text, send that WhatsApp and invite everyone over as we enjoy our mental break. We put aside the stress and the worries of the day and we just enjoy some me time. So enjoy this number from Transcetter Called Arms as we welcome Mr. Rena Simon. Let them know I got arms, arms 
Everywhere I go, politicians know I got arms, arms. I tell you my arms, illegal. Look at my arms, they lethal. Them little hooligans getting on like guns. Change your plans. I got arms, arms. I got arms, my own. This one or cry on this system we can rely Thiefing, fighting, shooting No justice for victims Sims is like a factory Creating bandits for we Right in our midst is mini terrorists Trinidad lend us Griffith As in this calypso To let them know I got arms Everywhere I go, my boy kitchen know I got arms, arms. I tell you my arms, they legal. Look at my arms, they lethal. Them little hooligans getting on like guns. Change your plans. I got arms, arms. I got arms, my yo. Good evening, Miss Simone, and good evening to everyone tuning in with us tonight. I am so honored to be here to have a conversation with you. <laughs> yes, and you know, I have to tell you, you are a sight for sore eyes. We have um, missed you. <laughs> oh, I've missed you guys too. I've missed you guys too. It's time. It's time to show up again. It's time. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for reappearing because, like we mentioned before, you made such an impact on our culture and our music in Dominica. So I've often wondered where you were, what you were doing, and I'm sure I am not the only one. So how <laughs> have you been doing, my dear? I've been doing well, I'm doing well. Um, thank you to everyone who has asked about me, who's, you know, inquired, what is she up to? Um, I live currently in Wichita Falls, Texas. So uh, if anyone has been wondering where did she disappear to, 
that's where I'm located, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's just go back a little bit and talk about Dominica because sure. you know you left Dominica several years ago. But just tell Definitely. us, I mentioned you made a significant contribution. So just tell us a little bit for those of us who are less familiar with you. Tell us a little bit about your your you know your life in Dominica. Yes, life in Dominica. I was raised by a single mother, Jennifer Barron. Um, she is Her Excellency to say on your live right now. Ah. So that's my mom. Um, Welcome, I was raised mom. by my mom. <laughs> Just a, um, a regular little girl. I went to St. Martin Primary School, then I attended Goodwill Secondary, transferred over to uh, Dominica Grammar School. And then I attended the state college. I pursued a, I started to pursue my degree in nursing. And then eventually I worked over at the Port Authority for three years. And then I, I um, picked up my journey to further my academics with Midwestern State University in Texas. So um, in 2005, I took part in the Dom Festa competition. That was the first, I guess, solo competition that I took part in. And um, I sang a song written by Tim Dura. Mr. Dura um, penned a song entitled Celebration. And that song, um, it was a Calypso genre. So when I performed the song, a lot of persons, you know, encouraged me, why don't you go into the Calypso arena? Uh, my mom was an avid lover of Calypso. I didn't fancy Calypso too much, but I, I didn't have a choice because when Calypso season was on, the music is playing in the house. So my mom, she loved, she loved the um the genre of music. I also eventually, you know, developed a love for the for the um for the genre and an appreciation for the art form. Um, and I went in in 2006, if I'm correct. Yes, 2006. So the following year, I took a big leap of faith and I went in and joined the big man and them. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Big That's a good thing. way of putting it. <laughs> Scranta had a song like that, Calypso's Big Man Thing. Man Scranta. Man Scranta. <laughs> Scranta. <didn't> lie. <laughs> Big Man Things. <laughs> I'm telling you. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yes. So, that's a, a little quick recap for those of you who, um, who don't remember. But that was, I joined the arena 15 years ago in 2006. And I'm so, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have made an impact and to leave my imprint in the art form a wonderful a wonderful art form and and congratulations to everyone who has continued to uphold the standard yes yes and thank you everyone for being here of course if you're just joining us we're doing a special edition of untapped potential on facebook live uh with miss tarina simon from dominica now living in wichita falls texas and of course those who know me know that i attended midwestern state university in wichita falls so she is in my you know my home territory of uh, texas so how is texas how is wichita falls uh well, tarina you know what they say wichita falls the weather it's it's like if you don't like the weather just wait 10 minutes it's gonna change um so right now we are experiencing some cold but it's it's just right um wichita falls we're doing pretty good there's been a lot of developments um there's more traffic probably a lot more um versus when you were there um we have a a, a 
an, a large increase in the population at MSU and even, you know, international students from the Caribbean particularly. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of diversity in the town now, a yeah. lot of diversity, and I'm so glad to still be around. Yeah, yeah. Now you talk about going to Wichita Falls. Now just tell us what that transition was like for you, um, you know, just going from Dominica and then a completely new experience of living in Wichita Falls, Texas, which is a small town. It's not as big as the major cities like Dallas and New York City. It's a relatively small town by U.S. standards. So just tell us if you experienced any, you know, challenges and how you were able to make that adjustment. My first challenge was the aesthetic of the place. Coming from an island where you have almost um, every shade of green available to your eyes, beautiful um, sunlight, um, as well as the beautiful time of um, the rain season, <laughs> the rainy season. And coming to, to you know, what, what, no offense to the place, but a dry, yes. you know, looking terrain. Yes. Um, there isn't much green, it's pretty much browns and creams and those types of colors. It was an adjustment for me. And I came in the summer, and that particular summer, they were experiencing a hundred days of a hundred degrees. So just imagine coming from the Caribbean, a tropical place, wonderful temperature, and then you come to the desert, the desert, and uh, again. It's, it, it, literally, <laughs> it literally was a desert, a, a shocking experience for me in that regard, with, with regard to the temperature. I remember asking one of the persons who, um, who were chaperoning us to settle in, you know, who turned on the kitchen because we were standing outside Walmart <laughs> and I was smelling the heat, you know, like the heat you would smell if you're in the kitchen. And I'm like, who turned on the heat? And they started laughing and they're like, that's the that's the heat that's the temperature outside so for me the biggest thing was the temperature change and of course the culture change you know we're very we're very um how do you say it courteous in in dominica you know you see somebody around the corner hey what's up how you doing whatever so and so you'll shout to someone from a distance you know up here it's a bit different you know a bit more modest and and i guess you had to adapt to that type of um culture yeah, but of course Wichita falls is beautiful and i love it i've grown yeah, to love you, it. you know you're bringing back all sorts of memories Serena, because i remember that texas heat you know, I remember those oh 100 days of 100 degrees. 100 degrees. And I'm not sure how it is now, but back then when I went to MSU, many of us walked. So we were attending summer classes and we would be walking in that heat every day for 100 days. I mean, that is oh what you call God. perseverance. That is what you call determination. And you yes, know, the uh -huh. other thing that was really foreign for me when I went to MSU, is just that I hate to say it, but we as Caribbean people, we were so much more polished. I'm not sure if you guys have experienced that, but we would invite people to, to banquets. And I would just yeah. be surprised to see, you know, people show up in, you know, jeans, jeans, uh -huh. boy hats, and we all have ball gongs on because we were going to a banquet. So it, it was <laughs> certainly an adjustment for me. So I know yes. for you, it was. Now tell me, when when did you leave Dominica and migrate to to Texas? I left in August of 2011. Um, in the summer, in the summer class of that recruit, um, that recruit semester. And um, yeah, August of 20, 2011. 
Ah, so you've been there about uh, nine years? Yes. Just about, about, right. Just about, and, yes. and of course, we're, we're loving that we have quite a bit people, quite a bit of people on the live with us. And I don't want you to think that we're ignoring you, but we're going to have the conversation with Miss Tarina Simon first, and then we will engage you. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing the live. And thank you for coming on board as we speak with Miss Tarina Simon. Uh, from Dominica, now living in Texas, as she tells us about her wonderful journey through life. And she's also here to, to um, share a message of inspiration and a message of hope with us and her journey, her spiritual journey as well. So we're looking forward to hearing how good God has been to you and everything that you're doing. So you finished yes, your yeah. bachelor's degree and you're currently working on your master's degree. Is that correct? I am currently working on my master of ministry degree. Tell us about I'm pursuing that. My, I'm pursuing my master of ministry degree with Southwestern Christian University, which is just about two hour drive away from where, from Wichita Falls. Um, I also, um, I, I gave my life to Christ in 2016 and I've been on a journey ever since then. I am grateful for all of the changes I've experienced being a Christian and, you know, I'm, I'm taking that walk and that has inspired me to take it a bit further. Um, I realized that, you know, the, the Lord has, has called me and is calling me into a new type of life. And it's, it's a, it's a big deal. And I've decided to answer the call. So I'm pursuing my master of ministry with Southwestern Christian University. Yeah. Now, was it difficult for you to accept that calling? Because I know many times we know that there's a calling on our life to do something, to change our ways, to change directions, to completely pivot and do something different from what we are doing now. And many times we try to ignore the call. Was it difficult? What was that transition like for, for you for, to change your life and to, to follow the calling that you felt? Well, the transition, my particular transition was, was one that was, as we would say in Christian lingo, in a time of travail because I actually was in the, in the process of pursuing my master of human resource development. I was just about done. I was in my last semester and um, it was at that point, you know, there were some difficulties with regards to the program where I had to switch programs um, or, or find me myself uh, another, you know, program that would allow me the opportunity to complete um, beyond my circumstances, beyond my control. And I'm like, I've been praying, I've been hearing this in my heart. And I'm like, okay, is this my opportunity, you know, to change paths because I really feel led in that direction. And I just grabbed the bull by the horns and I'm riding it. <laughs> I'm riding, I'm riding away. So was it difficult? No, the decision was not difficult for me. However, the circumstances under which, you know, someone else would have probably been like, oh my God, what am I going to do? But I, I decided to use it as an opportunity to listen to God's voice and to follow his leading. Because, you know, sometimes the storms around you can tend to distract you from what it is that God wants you to do next. And I didn't want to miss that opportunity. So I committed myself to a, a period of prayer so that I could get clarity to know where I was going next. And this is where I am at. I'm on that journey right now. 
Yes, and I can certainly tell that you're very fulfilled. You're very happy. You're glowing. I am. I'm glowing. <laughs> I mean, we, can, we, thank, we thank the Lord and the Holy Spirit. And, and this ring light. <laughs> Do you all have? <laughs> you look good too, my sister. Thank you look you. good too. Thank of you. Of course. So, of course, thank yes, you, everyone who's here with us, who are enjoying our conversation with Mr. Rena Simon right here on Untapped Potential and Push Past 10. And we're having a wonderful conversation with Tarina about changing the direction of your life and following your true calling. So tell us a little bit about what life involves for you now with your ministry and with everything that you're involved with, Tarina. Well, for those of you who are not aware, um, in 2016, I made the decision to, and I was sharing my testimony with you, I, I made the decision that I was a bit, I needed a change in my life, and, I, and there was one thing that I had never truly given a try, and that was truly being a Christian, like knowing what is that, you know, I have a Bible, I've never read it. You know, other than leaving my Bible open on Psalms 23 by my headstand. <laughs> and I'm being totally honest. You know, of course, you go through, you try to understand. King James is so strong. But I was at a point in my life where I felt like I needed something more. And I, I, I felt like there was an inward calling for something more. So I decided I wanted to find myself a church. And God used an unbeliever to bring me to the particular ministry that I am at right now. I say unbeliever because she wasn't raised in church. She, she wasn't a believer of any way. But she herself confessed, see, I think I, I, need, some, I need some of God. I need some, I need some a pick me up this week. Let's go to church. And so I, I found myself at Gospel Culture, and we are on Facebook, just like that Gospel Culture. And I heard something different. I heard the Gospel of Jesus Christ being taught in full force, and I felt something enter my heart. And I said, this is it. This is what I'm looking for. And it, it's not like, you know, there's a signpost which tells you, okay, go this way. But it's an inward knowing. And I had that inward feeling that and knowing and that peace that this is where i need to be this is where i'm going to get what i need right now and i've committed myself to attending their services i went to bible study i went to prayer meeting i went to um sunday service and then one evening in december of 2016 I just remember going down on my knees in my bedroom and i said god i've tasted something and i, I believe there's more I believe there has to be more because it tastes too good. It tastes too good. It tastes like a real good food, better than a broth, better than a pilau, better than a kalaloo. <laughs> oh, this is too good. Yes. And I'm telling you, better. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I, I had decided I'm going to go to one more party. <laughs> I'm going to go to one more party. I went to a party um, and I entered there and I, and I went at happy hour, what I would call happy hour. You know, when everybody is in the party, things are bubbling. It's popping everybody dancing i went at that point and it didn't it didn't cut it for me anymore that that's just my experience i'm not saying that that's going to be the case for everyone but i just felt so out of place i felt like this really isn't where i need to be and that there's an inward call for more and i decided to answer so i walked away from that party that night and i'm walking you know in my apartment complex heading home and just like when 
in the Bible, when God told Lot to walk away from Sodom and Gomorrah, I felt like I was walking away. And if I looked back, I would become a pillar of salt. <laughs> and I'm just using that story yes, because it's a familiar powerful. one for us. But that's what I felt. I felt like what was ahead of me was way more important than looking back. And sometimes that's what we need to do. And so I serve at my current ministry, Gospel Culture, as the worship pastor and worship leader. I, I, I lead that a team of, of wonderful members, about 12 or, or 13 people, I think. And I also head the marketing and promotions department over there as well. Um, and I help out with transportation as well. And I'm, I'm available for anything. I'm done for anything. I'm, I'm like, just name it. So I, I went head, head first, sort of like how, you know, um, when I joined Calypso back in the day, I knew nothing about the art form. And I had, you know, wonderful mentors like Observer and, and, and um, was it? I caress her and all of you know the other wonderful um, musicians and instrumentalists that backed us up. I had the privilege to be mentored by them about the art form. So I had teachers. And so for me, coming into a new type of life, I had my own mentors at Gospel Culture, my own teachers, my pastor, Pastor Rene, his wife, Dr. Etem Chutakang. You know, they took us in and they, they, they fed us the word, of course, from the pulpit. And I have the privilege to, you know, get to be with them and to do ministry with them. And they've given me an opportunity, a platform to join in with them, to be a minister as well. And I, I just feel so satisfied. I feel full. I feel like I found where I have been heading to, and this is just one mark, and now we're gonna push past and head over to the next. <laughs> yes, I, I like that that part. Push past. <laughs> we have to put in our. We have to. I mean, come on, we have to put in our things, man. <laughs> yes, Serena, thank you for sharing that beautiful experience yes, with us. We are enjoying hearing your testimony of finding your true calling, finding your home. It seems like you found your place in life. You found what you were called to do and you're just relishing in oh, yes. finding where you belong. And I think many of us spend an entire lifetime mm -hmm. looking for where we belong and also denying where we are supposed to be because many times mm -hmm. we're chasing the money, we're chasing yes. the status, we're chasing the glory and it doesn't look like what you are doing right now it doesn't look like following your faith becoming a christian being able to, to to share a message of hope with the world especially during this dark time so thank you for being here with us tarina and thank you for sharing your testimony thank you for having me thank you so much yes yes so let's take our discussion one step further because you've taken your journey as one step further as well so tell us yes, about the new mima series that you've started tell us what is that for those of us who are a certain age we don't even know what a meme is so what is a meme <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so a meme is an image quote that you or typically a meme would be like you know you'd have images on there that would tell a joke because that's the most trending type but i decided to take it and use it as a creative a creative way to share the gospel and so what I've done is during my Bible study time, I wasn't necessarily studying to find out what life is, but at that time, I, 
that word life just kept popping out at me. And I'm like, okay, God, you're trying to tell me something. And I think I need to go a little bit deeper to find out what it is you want to say. And so life kept popping out at me during my Bible study. And um, I decided, because I, like I said, I'm the marketing manager of my ministry. And so I decided to just use um, my Canvas app to go ahead and create an image quote because I have also, you know, my other pages, which is Tarina S. Simon on Instagram, as well as Develop Outliers, which is more so of my business motivational page. Um, and so I would usually post, you know, my quotes on there if I have any inspirational thoughts. But man, I was just led to create my first, what is now called a meme series, but I didn't know what it would be then. I made my first image quote, which talks about, I am life. Um, I am life. So I wanted to, I, I, I kept it and I'm like, I, I kept studying. So more stuff kept being added to it. More, you know, inspiration kept being added. And I just decided, you know what? I don't know what to do with this. Until one day, the day that I decided to call it a meme series, I was in prayer and I heard meme series. I'm like, okay, what am I doing? <laughs> So I'm, I'm just following and obeying and I just launched it. I had no idea what it was going to be like, the response, what, what, what to expect really. But I just stepped out in faith and that's what we have today. The meme series is an insp it's a devotion. Usually I, I try to go on live, but it's not more so me going live. It's the image quote and attached to that is a write-up about the image. Mm -hmm. So most persons I encourage, if they go to the, to my Tarina S. Simon official Facebook page, you will see that there is an add addition to that with a full write-up and I call it breakfast because whenever I go live, you know, I try to let people know, Hey, we're going to have breakfast and breakfast is the, is the, is the, is the food of champions. And just like we're trying to be champions in the physical, I encourage us to be champions in the spirit. And we have a spirit man that also needs food. So how are we gonna feed this man if we don't have time? We're so busy in the mornings. So it's just a quick, a quick way, just take a maybe five minutes, just a quick read. And there's a declaration at the end just to power up your day. And that's it. But yeah, most and I persons did, are and you I did, did go ahead. I did take the liberty of um, pulling up one of your memes. So let's see if I can okay. find it so we can share it so the audience can see what we are referring to. And of course, if you're listening to the radio show, you can always go to my Facebook page or my uh, pushpast10.com page and you will be able to see an example. So Tarina, just kind of expound, for example, on the one that we are looking at, um, Light of Life, and that is John 8, 12. Is that what it is? John 8, 12, light of life. Yes. So that is season one, episode seven. So I've decided to call it, you know, sort of like if you are looking at an episode, a TV episode. So seeing that it's a meme series, this is episode seven and it's called light of life. And the scripture for this one is John, is John 8, 12. And it says, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Mm -hmm. So this tells us that hmm, we need light so that we can live life. 
We need light so that we can truly experience this life that Christ is talking about. And then, you know, I used an analogy where I talked about, you know, my mom, when I was younger, she would always tell me, always be aware of your surroundings. If you live in a place, you should know where your stuff is. In the event something happens to you, you know, and you, and, and you can't see at night or, 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 you know, th there's no light or electricity, you should be able to find your way out mm -hmm. of the house. And so with that training, you know, I use that experience to do a small write-up on light of life and to expound on that scripture so that we could have a bit of understanding. And, you know, that experience, that, 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 that training that my mom gave me actually saved my life in 2019. Saved my life in 2019. You know, for, the, for the sake of, you know, um, preserving some of the details there was a a poisonous gas leaked into my apartment and um it is said that that particular gas too much of it you know it could lead to to death it could lead to paralysis it could lead um to you know um what is it organ damage and all of those other things but thankfully um it was in the night we dis I, I discovered that I was feeling ill at night and I got out of bed. I collapsed completely out of bed. I tried to, you know, find my way around. And, you know, instead of panicking, I remembered what my mom taught me and I started to pray. Mm -hmm. And I was able to muster up enough strength to find light and call for help. And, you know, of course, I'm just giving a modified version just to preserve a little bit. But I was able to find the light. And I was able to pray and receive strength to be able to call for help. Thankfully, I was removed from that apartment myself and my and my roommates. Um, I was removed from that apartment and I was able to be taken to the hospital. And the doctor said, it's a miracle that you are alive. Wow. It's a miracle. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just like we, our natural eyes needs light. So if we have any opticians on here, you will clarify if I'm saying the right thing. Just like your natural eyes, it needs light to go into the eye. And then it's not that it's not that we see images, but the brain transcribes the light that comes into the eyes and it makes us envision an image. Christ is the light of heaven and he is the one who shows us which way to go and highlights to us what it is that we should do next for example. So this is what the, you know, this particular light of life meme episode seven is talking about. And of course, there's many more, um, I think seven more like that. But I'm, because of what we're doing today, I'm going to post a bonus today. So I'm hoping that everyone tunes to the page so that they can, they can get the bonus. Yes. And you know what I like about what you're doing, Tarina, is that you're saving it in the form of a picture. So if you just need a little inspiration, a little hope during the day, you can actually just save the picture and put it as a yes. screenshot, save it as the, 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 right. the cover, the screen yes. of your cell phone because so That's many right. of us are, are in need of what you are doing right now Tarina in just having that message of hope that message of inspiration that message that things are going to get better this mm -hmm. too shall pass and in the meantime it is wonderful having someone like you and someone so young as well 
to inspire us and to keep us motivated. So I encourage everyone to follow Tarina Simon for more inspiration, for just that, you know, soul searching energy that many of us need to get through the day. And I also went ahead, Tarina, and post some information in terms of how we can support you. Because I think that the work that you're doing is very important. I know that you're trying to get through your master's degree program. Yes, and I know that this is our community. This is our village. I say it all the time. We might be spread out all over the world, but social media, Facebook is our communities where we gather That's from. Right. I mean, last evening we had people from Paris and the UK and, and, and all over the US, all over the Caribbean. And it's so beautiful to see all of us just come together for a worthy cause. So again, I've tagged your information and I'll also be sure to Thank post you. it with the video so we can support you and support the work that you're doing. So what is next for you, Tarina? What is next? Um, well, I intend to complete my degree. I am hoping to finish my with my degree at the end um, in May of 2022. And um, to be honest, I'm just following whatever the Lord asks me to do next. Like I said, this particular meme series, I didn't envision it being a part of the process of the journey. But my goal is to really get, I'm really focusing on completing my degree. And um, as I go along, I'm hoping to expand which direction he wants me to go with that. But of course, my worship ministry is always going to be there. I would love, you know, to put some work together um, with regards to, you know, praise and worship music and take it in a different direction. I know away from Calypso to all my to all my 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 wonderful supporters who supported me during the, my time of Calypso singing. But now I have shifted over. I have a new life. I live a new life. And that new life is Christ in me, the hope of glory. Yeah, and I think it's so beautiful that you still get to use your voice. You still get yes, to make the world a beautiful place with that uh, beautiful singing voice of you. Maybe we could convince you to sing for us, Tarina. Do you mind? Let's look for song requests. Gospel, eh? <laughs> How about the one, that, the one that you sent me in the interest of time? Uh, I, would, I will sing for your glory. Yes. How about that? Right? Yes, Lord, if I find favor in your sight, Lord, please hear my heart's cry. I'm desperately waiting to be where you are. I'll cross the hottest desert, travel near or far, for your glory. I will do anything just to see you. To behold you as my king, I want to be where you are. Serena, that's why we've missed you all those years. <laughs> we've missed that voice, Serena. That is God-given talent. And I can certainly see why you're using your voice to the glory of God, because that is just natural God-given talent. So thank you for sharing your talent with us. 
Thank you for allowing me. I didn't get to warm up, <clears throat> but we still shot it. <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it. I just put you on the spot. You did not know we were going to do this today. <laughs> so, so thank you for that. And thank you for being an untapped potential with Dr. Simone on TDN Radio and Facebook Live. And now we will engage the audience and see what is being said on the Facebook Live. Tarina, we have a full house. And for example, the Bansha says, I am so happy I tuned in. Tarina, God is shining through you. I needed this truth today. Thank you. That is such a beautiful comment. Lashanda says, the meme series has definitely made an impact. Can't wait to see what God continues to do through her. Any thoughts on those comments? Oh, man. I can't wait to see what he does through me, too. But he can also do something through you as well. <laughs> yes, he's looking, yes. He's looking for us. He's looking for us. Yes, and just the thought of encouraging everyone to follow their passion, follow their purpose is so important. Francesca says, yes, indeed, Tarina Simon. Christ in you and the hope and glory. Chris Laville, Amen. oh, fill this in my spirit. I did too, Chris. Uh, Rita <laughs> Thomas, go girl, to God be the glory. Such positive Amen. feedback, Tarina. I'm so happy to see everyone here on the Facebook Live to, to share your drunk. testimony. <laughs> Peter Dover, hi, Peter, how are you? Continue to let the Lord use you. Um, your mom you. says, hallelujah, only you, Jesus. Oh, so only beautiful. Only you, Jesus. Come on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Erms say, amazing voice. Congratulations, Tarina, on your journey. Anyone has any questions? Are you from Dallas? I am. Oh, my God. It's, you know, they always said the talent came from Grande, but I have to tell you, I've met so many talented people from Dallas. Dr. Swinburne Augustine, uh, Devon Mills is from Dallas, Dice is from Dallas, and now you're from Dallas? <laughs> That's where the true talent <laughs> is, Dallas. right? That's right. Oh, that's where, that's where the well is at. That's where yes, the well is. Good for you. And yes. Natty says, I am so proud of you. A beautiful life indeed. So Amen. Tarina, again, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for sharing your testimony. Thank you for giving thank us for a message me. of hope. Do you have any final thoughts you would like to leave us with as we get ready to sign off? Of course, I do have something I want to share. Um, you know, yesterday as I was preparing, I was trying to um, to just, you know, pray for everyone that would be on the live and even for you yourself, Dr. Dr. Simone, Miss Simone. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and let me just get my, grab my notes quickly. Because I, yes, really want to, I really want to share this with everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, um, I was reading and I wanted to share seven responses that we can have to change you know because change comes it's something that's inevitable and um you know i was just listening to the great uh, miles monroe and um you know his planning sermon if you want to go check that out on youtube but i just wanted to share that with you seven responses that we can have to change plus a bonus and one is that you cannot resist change you cannot ignore change that's number two you have to accept change. That's number three. You must adjust to change. 
Number five, you can manage change, but you can't stop it. Number six, you can become a victim of change or you can manipulate it. Seven, you can prepare and plan, but can't stop change. And number eight, you can be an initiator of change. You yourself can initiate change in your life. And he said this was his favorite. And for me, at the beginning of my journey um, and this walk that I'm taking, I decided that I needed a change. And I just want to encourage anyone who is under the sound of my voice. If you know that you are in a situation that does not give you joy, does not give you peace, I mean, the times itself is hard enough. Why stay in that situation? I encourage you to step out boldly, step out in faith and know that through Christ, all things are possible. You can endure any situation and you will definitely get out of any difficult situation. And in you is your hope for an expected end because he knows the plans he has for you he knows and his desire and his desire is not to 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 shame you or embarrass you but he, to help you through your journey in life and we can always call on god he's not mad at us he might not like what we did last night but he's never mad at us he's so passionately in love with us and that's all he wants is for us to come home and to have a glorious life with him so yes that's if i have to leave on any positive note i encourage you have courage have courage and allow the lord to empower you to live a victorious life yes thank you Tarina. i mean i'm so happy that you took some time to be with us because so many of us need to hear from you and i'm hoping that a lot of us will follow you to continue to serve as a minister to us as we you know try to traverse this very difficult time and i'm so happy because we're embracing all our talents and all the inspiring people who are part of our community and they're able to share their god-given talents with us and just to bless us with um important you words are listening to untapped potential with dr simone you are a beautiful inspiration and we are very happy that you're now a part of our community so again congratulations on your journey so far and we wish you nothing but the best as you continue to journey on now speaking about those who have impacted our community in a positive way i want to introduce you to a young doctor Haitian American doctor. Her name is Dr. Edwin Renville Wallace. And like I've been saying all along, this is the time to embrace new opportunities. This is the time to consider new options. And this is exactly what Dr. Renville Wallace is doing. She is in the process of creating a telemedicine service 
called Core Med. It is not quite yet available, but it will be available sometime during March. So what she has done is during this COVID crisis, she and her engineer husband have embraced technology, embraced the internet, and realized that there is a need to be able to reach clients through the internet, through social media, through Zoom meetings. So that is exactly what they are creating. They are creating a telemedical service. But more importantly, they are creating a holistic medical service. So what does that mean? That means that Dr. Renville Wallace realizes that in order for medicine to be effective, we have to adopt a more holistic approach. So for example, she will have a behavioral specialist. <clears throat> Can I say that will be me? <laughs> and she will also have a psychiatrist. She will have a nutritionist and she will have social workers. So the idea is to approach medical from a holistic perspective, rather than waiting until clients are ill to be a part of the service, she is working on helping us to stay well, right? So I think this is a wonderful service and I am truly grateful to her for reaching out to me to become the behavioral specialist for the program. And again, it is all about how we can use our unique skills, our unique talents for the benefit of our community. So my question to you is how are you using your skills, your unique talents for the benefit of our community? So I just want you to think about that, to think about how you can continue to contribute to your community. And again, I want to say a very, very special thank you to everyone who, com who contributes to this community of untapped potential and push past 10, especially again, everyone who always refers potential um, interviewees to the program. So again, I just want you to think about what can you do to impact your community, whether it is creating a WhatsApp group where you have similar interests and you're able to make an impact on somebody's life. Just try to think outside of the box because let's face it, COVID-19 is not going anywhere anytime soon. So we need to embrace this new COVID lifestyle and move forward with our lives. So again, thank you for being here. It has been a wonderful evening. I look forward each and every week to being with you right here on TDN Radio at 5.30 Eastern Time, Tuesday evenings uh, for Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. And we will do it again next week. I think next week I will probably bring on the um, Calypso King and Queen that I promised last week, but I thought uh, Tarina would have been a more important message for today. For so, so for next week, I will most likely bring on the Calypso King and Calypso Queen that we talked about last week, just so you can get a sense of the challenges and successes they have experienced in their lives. So thank you for being here. If this was your first time tuning into the program, all the information you need to know about what we do here is available at my website, pushpast10.com. Again, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10.com for all the information that you need to know about the program, including the path 
the past podcasts of any episodes that you may have missed and also the video interviews, the link to the video interviews, including Tarina's video interview is also available on our website. And of course, if you are on social media, the best place to reach me is at Push Past 10 on Facebook. And I have to tell you, we are just celebrating carnival to the hills on Push Past 10. So for example, last Saturday, we had this crazy idea of creating a virtual carnival where we had a DJ come over and he supplied the music and I provide the commentary and we pretended like we were chipping down the road and all that comes with it. Um, actually, Sam, who I'm sure is listening right now, was the truck driver. So if, if you've ever been in a carnival band, you know that it's a huge truck and the, the driver navigates the course and everyone is jumping and having a great time around the course. So again, th thank you, Sam and everybody else who was part of that venture. And um, we've, we're committed to doing it again this Friday. So if you are on Facebook, feel free to join us Friday at 6 p.m. I think last week uh, we had about 1,400 people join us for this huge carnival parade on the internet, and I am sure that it will only continue to grow. So again, thank you for your support. Thank you for the support that you provide in any way that you are supporting our community, whether it's through a public forum such as Facebook or whether you're doing it privately. We want to thank you for all the support that you're providing to our community. So again, it's been wonderful being here with you. I want to once again thank our sponsor, Peregrine Care Management, for the wonderful sponsorship that they provide for this program. And we will see you next week, same time, same place. So remember to stay positive, stay active, stay engaged, and remember that your life story is your strength. So tap into your potential each and every day. Until next week, you have yourself a wonderful week. Yaman, one to them. Can I take that prayer? Hey, 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 hey. That live and breathe need air and water. Millions of gallons flowing daily to the sea. In the abundance of water in Dominica, uh -huh. we should just be paying a maintenance fee. Utility companies here to quick. To punish the suffering public If you can't pay your water bill on time You will die thirsty Or live in stinking In, in your waterland hey! Water, water, water Water is life Who control the water decides Who lives and who dies You can cut my food Cut my light, but when you touch my water, you threaten my life. No one should be 
without water In this river land of Dominica I have a thing against mapping and Digicel I fashion with dumb leg and flow But I mad and I vex and I tired With Toasco Yes, Toasco of customers online for water risking their lives to pay their water bills on time <laughs> we know that your service cannot be free no way but the wasco must consider the economy dominica can sell enough water to the region and the world over and give Dominicans a breather even raise the salaries of the workers and, and the managers, managers. Hey. Water, water, water Water is life Who control the water decides Who lives and who dies You can cut my food Got my light, but when you touch my water, you threaten my life. No one should be without water in this river land of Dominica. I have a thing against mapping and digital. I fashion with DPS and flow. Lucille mad and she fets and she tired. We go as go. Yes, to us go. Oh.